Hello and welcome. My name is Pascal Cook Fernandes and I am your host here at the Happiness Workshop. I appreciate you being here with me listening this evening. Honestly, it is so fun watching the number of listeners tick up each week and it is my honor to hold space for all of you. I hope you're having the best week. My week has been super busy, but mostly positive. I took my son shopping for his dorm room supplies and that's a bittersweet experience. I love that I can do it with him and I love being there to support him every step of the way, but every step is one step closer to him walking out the door. As with my daughter who is going into her second year of college, I hope he also feels like he can come home when he just needs a reset that this will always be his safe space. As a parent, it's all we want for our kids, to grow up and to be good human beings who are successful in whatever they decide to do, who are happy. And while my heart is bursting for all the wonderful things about them taking these next steps, it's also silently weeping just a little because they're leaving the nest. If you have older kids, I have a feeling you know exactly what I'm talking about. But again, it really is all good stuff, and I do recognize how blessed I really am. As we take a break for our sponsor, I want you to spend that moment moving your body. Stretch your arms up over your heads or reach out to the sides. Wiggle your fingers and toes, lean your head from side to side, feeling the little stretch. Take a deep breath and on the exhale, let all the energy from the day leave your body and settle more and more comfortably into your chair. Let yourself relax and unwind. Let yourself be wicked relaxed. Let's start our conversation this evening by answering a question. What is intimidation? What feelings immediately come up in your body when I say the word intimidation? What words or pictures are swimming in your mind right now? I use stirring words like feelings and swimming because for most of us, Intimidation causes very descriptive responses, mentally, physically, and emotionally. And intimidation can mean different things to different people and different things in different situations. Let's say you're starting a new job and you are experiencing imposter syndrome. Like, who am I? What makes me think I'm good enough to have this job? You're most likely feeling intimidated when you start your first day. You might feel like everyone else deserves to be here because they're a little smarter, stronger, faster. Insert whatever word you want to use here. It's that feeling of I'm not worthy or I'm not good enough. That intimidation might look like indecision, procrastination, not using your voice and not letting your ideas be heard. Or it might even look like overcompensation. As a protective mechanism, 
your intimidation, your being intimidated, might look like talking too much or trying to overproduce. What would intimidation look like for you in a situation like this? Instead of feeling intimidated, some people might use intimidation to feel powerful. As a protective mechanism, your intimidation might look like talking too much or trying to overproduce. What would being intimidated look like for you in this situation? For me, the talking too much absolutely comes up. If I'm in a situation where maybe I'm a little uncomfortable, maybe I know some of the people, but I don't really have a close relationship with them, I do find that I tend to overtalk or overshare. And that 100% has been a detriment to me in some cases because maybe I come off like I'm trying to be a know-it-all. I'm feeling intimidated and so I might talk too much. But when I'm in that situation and I'm talking too much, do they think I'm just very friendly and extroverted? Maybe. Do they think that I am attention-seeking? Maybe. For me, I think it's a protective mechanism for the discomfort that I feel in the silence. Some people are great in the silence. That's something that I have to work on. It's okay for there to be a silence. Every moment doesn't have to be filled. But when I'm feeling intimidated, especially in a social situation, my initial gut reaction is to fill the silence. I know that that's something that I have to work on, that I continue to work on. What does it look like for you? If you're in a social situation and you feel intimidated, do you talk too much and overshare or do you go radio silent? So it doesn't really matter what other people think, right? What really matters is if you're happy with yourself. And in those situations, when I start to overshare and I notice it, I'm not happy with myself. If someone thinks that I talk too much or if someone thinks that I'm attention seeking, can't own that, right? Because I'm not responsible for their reaction. What I have to own in that moment is noticing why I'm talking too much, why I'm oversharing, and try to course correct that. That is where bringing in pause works for me. It helps me, once I notice, take a moment, take a breath, not feel like I have to constantly be talking. If the other person isn't talking, it doesn't mean that I suddenly have to fill the void, right? As long as I feel comfortable in that situation, that's really what matters. So it's about noticing the intimidation, noticing what comes up from that intimidation, what your reaction is, what your trigger is, and then course correcting. So however that looks for you in a social situation, in a job situation, if you're feeling imposter syndrome, like who am I to have this job? Everyone's smarter than me. Everyone else deserves to be here. Why would they even consider hiring me? What do I actually have to offer? First of all, 
I'm going to stop you right there because we all have something to offer. I'm telling you now, even if you have imposter syndrome, that is your mind playing a trick on you. Because if that company didn't feel that you had something to offer, they absolutely would not hire you. They would move to the next candidate, right? So if you're there, you belong there. And no person starts out knowing every single thing, even if they're the person who started the company. When I relaunched Wicked Relaxed Mind, Body, and Soul, I had so much learning. I had previously had a company and I learned so much there, but having a podcast is a different being in itself. And that has been a learning curve. And I'm still learning, honestly. That's okay because I'm human just like the rest of you and we're all in it together, right? So I could let my imposter syndrome, that feeling of who am I to have a podcast? Who wants to hear anything I have to say take over and play a trick on me and say, I'm not worthy. Or I can first notice it and then I can flip the script and say, of course I can have a podcast. Anyone can have a podcast. It's up to other people whether they want to listen or not. But the intention that I am putting into this podcast, the intention that I put into every show that I produce, the intention of the message that I'm sending out into the world, into the collective, into all of your hearts and souls is of the highest vibration. It's a high vibrating intention that I want to help each of you along the way on your own path. And if something that I have learned or something that I have experienced can help just one of you, I absolutely want to get it out there. And if this is the platform to do it, because otherwise you and I might not have conversations on a day-to-day -day basis, even on a weekly basis, then this is the way we can have a conversation. Maybe I don't have a million listeners, but I have you. And I know that anyone who is meant to find my voice and to find my light will find my voice and my light. And so I'm gonna use my voice and my light to now turn and light the path for those coming up behind me whose lights may not be shining as brightly on their path. And then once they reach the point where their light is shining brightly again, then they can turn around and shine their light for the next person coming up behind them. Maybe the light that I'm shining isn't for someone who's gonna start a podcast. Maybe the light that I'm shining is for the person who feels intimidated at work right now or who has imposter syndrome. Maybe the light that I'm shining tonight is for the person who feels awkward in social situations and so they show up in a certain way that doesn't make them feel comfortable. And maybe just by me sharing and shining my light and telling you about how I show up that makes me uncomfortable and what I try to do each and every time to course correct will show someone else what they can do 
or spark an idea for someone else of what they can do and make them realize it's okay. We all show up from where we are in that moment and discomfort is okay. And not doing it the way you wanted to do it is okay. Just notice it and then flip the script and course correct and keep moving forward. So intimidation, we can say if we flip the script, is actually a good thing. Imposter syndrome is actually a good thing. Not feeling good enough can be a good thing because it makes us stop and notice. If we're noticing an uncomfortable feeling inside of our body in any situation, it's good. That's our compass. That's the time when we stop and say, oh, what is that feeling? Why am I feeling that right now? What am I doing or what did I do or what did I say that made that feeling come up? And once you notice, you can flip the script and do better. If you didn't like how you showed up in that situation, show up differently next time. Have a plan. You know, I noticed that tonight, anytime there was an uncomfortable silence, my discomfort caused me to fill the silence and I became an overtalker and an oversharer. And that made me feel uncomfortable. So the next time I'm in a social situation and there is an awkward silence, I can take a sip of my drink or I can look around the room and find my husband's gaze. Or I can just smile at someone. I don't have to fill the void. See what I mean? Having these uncomfortable situations can make us notice and then do better the next time. And it's important to have a plan. I noticed that I didn't show up the way I wanted to. I realized why. I made a plan for the next time. So when it happens again, I can show up in a way that makes me feel comfortable inside my body. Boom, now you have a tool. You have a tool to make yourself more comfortable in an uncomfortable situation. That intimidation and imposter syndrome can be explored once you feel the feeling of being intimidated at work. Notice where it shows up in your body. Think about what was happening when you felt that way. Were you learning something new? Was something happening in a situation where someone was talking down to you? Or maybe you just didn't know the answer to something. Whatever the reason is, notice it, explore it, and now make a plan for how you're going to show up next time. If you were in the middle of learning a new skill with someone you were shadowing and you made a mistake and then you felt intimidated so now you're in the spiral in your mind oh my gosh I made a mistake they're probably thinking that I'm ridiculous I don't belong here they're probably judging my skills stop notice that you made the mistake feel it in your body think about how you'll do it differently next time and how you want to show up next time So 
in the next situation where maybe you're shadowing or you're working with a coworker and you make a mistake because it's all new to you, stop and just say, oh, I didn't do that right. Can you show me that one more time just to be sure I am clear about it? Can you show me what I did wrong here just so I'm sure to do it right when you're not sitting next to me as my safety net? Do you see how that has a different energy? Instead of judging yourself, instead of letting yourself go into that spiral, you have already noticed it, course corrected it, and were able to show up in a way that makes you feel better about who you are. And it lets you own your space within that environment to give you confidence. We all make mistakes. We're all the new person at some point. It's okay. Just own your mistakes and decide how you're going to show up differently the next time. Have I always done this perfectly? Absolutely not. In this instant, intimidation meant you were timid or you were showing lack of courage, right? Instead of being intimidated, some people actually use intimidation to feel powerful, to frighten, especially in order to make others do what they want. Let's go back to the root of the word intimidation, which is timid. Being timid means you're fearful or afraid of someone, of something, or of a situation. Just like in the example of feeling timid because you had imposter syndrome, so you didn't feel like you belonged in that environment. You felt timid. But how many of us know someone who uses intimidation with the intent of causing you to feel powerless or afraid? Let's talk about what that might look like in a couple of real life examples. So we were talking about at work, maybe a supervisor or a boss might use intimidation as a tool to control their employees. We've probably all been in that kind of a situation. And I can tell you from experience, it does not feel good. So using intimidation, the threat of I could fire you, or I'm going to dock your pay doesn't feel good as the receiver. So as a boss or a supervisor, instead of I'm going to dock your pay the next time you show up late for work, that script can be flipped to I've been noticing that you're showing up for work late. It's been a few times this month. What's going on? Where are you struggling? Because this is unlike you. How can I help you to do better so you show up ready to work on time? Do you feel the energetic difference there? Instead of I'm going to dock your pay or you're going to be fired, how about dropping the intimidation and actually creating a connection? Because that changes the energy. That drops the intimidation. And maybe the employee is still going to feel timid or feel intimidated because at the end of the day we all know when we work for someone else there is always the chance you're going to be let go right so we already have that intimidation within us regardless 
of the work culture because it can happen. But if you're the boss or you're the supervisor and there's a power differential where you have more power than someone else, being able to drop the intimidation and say, let's connect here for a second. Something feels off. You don't seem to be yourself. How can I help? How can I listen? How can I hold space for you? What can I do? Totally different energy. You're forming a connection. You're creating a space for a dialogue. You're holding space, a safe space where someone feels like they can talk to you and actually let you know what's going on versus, oh my gosh, I'm late again. I'm going to lose my job. Why wouldn't you want to create that culture of holding a safe space, giving the space between you and the person with less power than you, giving them a safe space where they can come to you and say, I have a lot going on in my personal life right now. I know I've been late a couple of times. If you can just bear with me, doesn't that feel differently? Giving someone the space to come to you, letting yourself be approachable because you're not trying to intimidate feels completely different. Now, I want to take it to life outside of work. What about life with your family and with your friends? How might intimidation be used to control or make others fearful as a way for you to be powerful? First of all, why would you want to do it? And I mean that truly as a question with thought. I don't mean it coming from a place of judgment. I truly mean inquisitively, why would you want to use intimidation? And I guess the second question would be, where did that need to intimidate others come from? Is it a learned behavior? Is it because of a trauma you might have experienced? Is it low self-esteem? All of these things are reasons why people intimidate others. They've experienced a trauma, so they don't know how to show up in a situation. I could go on and on listing reasons why people use intimidation, but none of the things on that list are positive, are energetically high vibrating. And so how do you think you would feel inside when you use intimidation to control other people, to make other people fearful of you, to make yourself show up more powerfully in a situation? I would think that it wouldn't feel good. I know even with my kids, I don't want to intimidate them. I don't want them to be afraid of me. I want to communicate with them. I want them to have a voice, to be able to say, look, you told me that this is how you want it to be, but this is the reason why I 
did it the way I did it. And I want us to have a back and forth dialogue so we're on the same page and so it makes sense. I don't think if someone is using the power of intimidation that there is going to be a back and forth dialogue. It's a very uneven power differential. I don't know. I guess I'd be interested in knowing what your thoughts are on that. I would say for a whole number of reasons, intimidation becomes almost like a coat of armor. It's almost like I've been hurt and so I'm going to hurt you before you hurt me or I've been hurt, so I'm gonna control this situation so I don't get hurt again. I guess what I would like to see, and maybe it's like unicorns and rainbows, but what I would like to see is for people not to hold their power over other people and use intimidation as a way to control other people. And I would also like to see people be less intimidated in their everyday life. I would like to see people working on that and doing better and starting to notice when they are either intimidated or when they are maybe intimidating someone else. And again, just start to notice it at first and then When you know better, you start to do better. So again, first you notice it a couple of times, and then when you're presented with a situation where you can show up as intimidated or show up as intimidating someone, you make a choice, a conscious choice, to show up differently. So that's a conversation that definitely needs to continue and we can all work on and I'm including myself in saying we all can work on that because like I said, sometimes I am intimidated and I think it's human nature, but we're all equal. We're all the same. We shouldn't be intimidated by other people, right? It's easy to say, harder to work on. So let's all work on it together. As always, I appreciate you being here. So much gratitude for all of you. I invite you to be part of the larger conversation by clicking on my link tree in the show notes to see how you can be part of the Wicked Relaxed Mind, Body, and Soul community. Together, we can show up, do the work to learn from one another, and create a community that makes a difference. So keep moving forward on your path to happiness. Keep shining your light to light the way for others and always remember to go within. Good night.